episode of the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You know, there are a couple of directions you can go to get the ball rolling with Pella. Number one, you can schedule a free in-home consultation. That's right, free. You're going to be able to get a Pella expert out to sit down with you, look at your home, and they're going to be able to put together a Greg McDermott-esque game plan for you that fits your budget, your wants, and your needs. That's one option. Or... Number two, you can head out to the showroom. Sometimes it helps to actually see the window and see the door, open it, close it to get a better feel for exactly what you are putting into your home. The showroom is also a great place to start as well. In any direction you go, Pella will turn your window and door remodeling dreams into a reality. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza. You know, in basketball, it's all about killer combos, right? Pick and roll, give and go, hedge and recover. Combos make life better. And Runza makes it all better, including my personal favorite combo, the cheese Runza and French fries. Oh, gosh, it's the best combo to hit the Midwest since Greg and Doug McDermott. Here's what you do. Cheese Runza in your right hand, French fries in your left hand. You just work both hands. Great balance with both hands. Ambidextrous and delicious. You got to love it. So get out to Runza and get your cheese Runza and French fries game right today. And while you're there, tell them your pal, Nick Ba sent you okay we got a great podcast on deck for you uh today i I think you guys are really going to enjoy this new creighton basketball assistant coach jalen courtney williams is on the pod uh this conversation was great i mean he's got a unique basketball journey and it's really cool to get his perspective on a variety of things with hoops and coaching and life and i gotta tell you i was i was so impressed with him after after this chat and you can tell why he's got a bright future as a coach uh, and why he'd be an excellent recruiter as well. Uh, obviously, a super important hire for Greg McDermott as they begin the process of rebuilding the roster and try to sustain their elite level of play on the floor. And certainly, Jalen Courtney Williams is going to play a vital role in that process. So let's get to it. Here is my podcast chat with new Creighton assistant coach, Jalen Courtney Williams. Enjoy. All right, online now, Jalen Courtney Williams, brand new assistant coach at Creighton. Uh, Jalen, first of all, congratulations. Welcome to Creighton, my man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. This thing's been awesome so far. It's been a uh, busy few days, but, man, the people here are amazing. Uh, the university is amazing. Uh, coach Max has been great, so I'm excited, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy how fast these things move. I mean, just a few weeks ago, you're at McNeese State. Now you're at Creighton. Like, well, first of all, have you ever been? You're a, you grew up in Mississippi. Have you ever been to Omaha? I've never been to Omaha. Never, never, and I never thought I'd be in Omaha. <laughs> That's the beauty of life in basketball, man. It'll take you yeah, places yeah. you never you know. This, this basketball game makes the world really, really small. Uh, but I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful, and I'm excited. Omaha is really, really uh, a cool place. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to really sinking my teeth into to this place and and. Uh, you know, making this place home, man. Yeah, you know, I I told you I won't keep you too long, but I got to start with the hard hitting questions right away. I, I was I was reading some stuff. I read that your nickname is Bird, given by your high school coach. Wow. Give me give, give me wow. that. Where, is that because you you're that? blocking shots or what? That was on the where LSU. That's on the. L- I'm looking at your page. It's on the LSU page right now. It's is that wow. true? Yeah. So I, I guess the first thing it says I was a bad player. No. And the second sentence. <laughs> The second sentence says my nickname. Wow. <laughs> I, 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 we got to figure that one out. We got to update uh, it. Yeah, no, my, my high school coach, uh, Luther Riley, who's an unbelievable basketball coach in Mississippi, won a bunch of championships, coached the McDonald's game and the Jordan game and the whole nine, Nike All-American camps, the whole nine. Uh, 
you know, one night I, I was a freshman in that in that school and and I was playing against something I forget who it was, but he kept shot faking me, man, and I kept jumping. You know, I'm jumping, and, and I was a decently athletic dude. Yeah. So I'm flying all over the place, man. It just <laughs> this dude shot faking me, blowing by me, shot faking me. I'm ninth grade, and we go to halftime. He says, "Will you stop flying around like a bird out there?" <laughs> and uh, I don't know. The next day, man, he called me bird, and the teammates called me bird, and somehow, some way, the thing stuck, man. And, and uh, so that's been that's been that. Golly, I can't believe you put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping. You know, I was hoping it was like, yeah, because, you know, I block shots, I catch lobs. Like, I was hoping it no, would be. That's, oh, that, no, that happened too, but nobody okay. cared about that, right? They yeah, right, right, we, right. We, we, we get blown by a few times off a of shot fake. That's, that's the only thing that matters. So, there, <laughs> no, I wish it was that cool of a story. No, it was. Well, here's Jalen, here's the thing. We, we can rewrite it, you know. No one can fact check this stuff now. We can, if we want to change it that, you know, in ninth grade, you had like seven blocks in the first half, caught a couple lobs, and they called you were flying high bird. We can go with yeah, that. Yeah, I like too. that. I like that let's one. I like that one. one. Let's do it. Let's do that. One. <laughs> let's go with. Let's go with that one. Um, yeah, I want to back up as we're reflecting here on your journey because I mean, you're you're relatively young in the profession, just 28 years old. So you signed sure. with LSU out of high school, played there for three years, then two years at sure. Moorhead State. What was the experience like at LSU playing for Johnny Jones? Uh, it was great, man. It was great. So, I, so I, I have to, I have to say, I played two years under Trent Johnson and his staff. Oh, okay, right? gotcha. Yep. So, um, you know, Trent Johnson was coming off of winning the SEC in two thousand and nine. I started in twenty ten um, as a freshman, and and so, so I want to say he was great. His staff was great. He he moved on to TCU um, after my sophomore year, and then Johnny Jones came in and, and kind of took the program. Um, in a different kind of direction. Yeah. And, I, and I think that was the introduction of, you know, when small ball was, was starting to really come to play. Um, so, you know, everybody's trying to figure that out. So you, um, you get, you get, you start to move away from the traditional power forwards right. and things like that. You start to space the floor a little bit more. So it was an interesting era um, that Johnny Jones had to usher in at LSU there, but man, it was, it was a good experience. And, uh, like I told somebody the other day, man, I've, I've been fortunate to, to be around a number of really good coaches, different coaches as well. You get to see, you know, uh, the different perspectives and different ways that people do things, man. And, and I think that was the prime example right there. You get Trent Johnson, who did it one way and has had a lot of success um, as a head basketball coach, uh, you know, at LSU, Stanford, uh, the whole nine. And then you get Johnny Jones, who, who again, does it a different way and he's had a lot of successes as you can see now he, he just led his team at Texas Southern to an NCAA tournament. right right and okay so then you go to Moorhead State was that did that you know obviously you uh I'd imagine that style suits you better you know it, it it did it did what I was really looking for um ironically enough was I, I wanted a different scenery I wanted to change the scenery gotcha. wanted to, to get to know um, a new region, man. I, I, you know, grew up in Mississippi and spent some time in Memphis as a as a youngster, and you know, I just wanted to get to a different part of the country. And uh, there was some familiarity there with Sean Woods um, and his assistant uh, B.J. Ellis. They spent some time in Mississippi, uh, and so f from there, man, I, I felt comfortable with those guys just from from their time in Mississippi. But now they were in a place where, uh, you know, I wanted to be out in Kentucky. Uh, right. And it worked out, man. It, it was a it was a good experience from there as well. So I mean, you, you're you're talking about learning and all the all these different uh, you know coaches and systems and all those things. 
When did yeah. the when did the coaching bug bite you? Was it when you were playing? Like if we if I were to go ask all your teammates at LSU or at Morehead State, like and said, "Hey, Jalen, like did everybody know Jalen's going to coach one day? Like was it was it like that or no?" You know the funny thing about it, man. If you could talk to anybody, I mean, all my friends growing up, my teammates growing up, the, all the coaches that were around me, they'll all tell you that they told me a long time ago that I would be doing this okay. and that I would be pretty good at it. Yeah. I did not buy into that uh, theory until I graduated from Moorhead State. Okay. To be honest with you, man, you know, you, you, you play this game and everybody wants to be a pro and, and I was a decent enough player. I felt like uh, I was going to have some professional chances. Um, and then, you know, through, through some injuries, I battled a ton of knee injuries in college um, at LSU and Moorhead and, you know, things change, right? Things change right. and you have to figure out where to turn next. And while I was figuring myself out, man, I, again, I just happened to be um, with a good group of guys at Moorhead who just continued to say the same thing that everybody else was saying, but I was just in a position to hear it uh, and receive it a little bit differently. Um, and so, you know, Sean Woods, BJ Ellis, who's out of the business now and having a uh, successful life out of coaching, um, Preston Spradling, who is an unbelievable basketball coach, an unbelievable guy. You know, those were the guys that really sat me down and said, man, you don't understand. You're, you have it, mm -hmm. right? And I don't know. I still don't know what it is. But, right. you know, they were, they, were, they were really high on it, man. And, and I was just in a position to – I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision. Right. So I said, you know what, let's, let's give it a try. Let's give it a try. And it, it has been – it's been an unbelievable ride thus far. It hasn't been long, but it's been – right very fulfilling and, and uh it's been a big time adventure i'll tell you that you know so it's interesting um you know i got to frame this the right way to make sure you take this the right way like i'm look, looking sure. at because because i have you and i have, have similar journeys like i was i was at kansas for two years I, were, I committed to roy williams then roy left for carolina and i played for bill self for two years then i transferred to creighton and played for dana altman and yep. you know so i mean kind of similar to you right you know lsu then the moorhead state coaching change in the midst of that changes some different things and all those and mm -hmm. all that but like you know, obviously, looking at your stats and and shoot, you don't even have to go look at mine, man. <laughs> it's like, you, you know, you weren't the All American leading scorer, but I actually think sometimes not being the man helps you see the game better and ultimately be a better coach because you value every role. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like do, do, does that make sense? Do you agree with that? No, that's 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 the perfect way to put it. And you know, in hindsight, I think um, I was a big time program guy, right? I, I mentioned yeah. my high school, we won. You know, we went to a state championship game every year for four years straight, won two in a row, lost two in a row. I still can't sleep on those two Man, losses. Preach. Uh, <laughs> but just an unbelievable program guy, right, yep. where I understood I understood a process, I understood culture, I understood some of those things. And, and then you add a degree of talent to that. Um, but you're right. I, I was never the most heralded guy. Uh, I played with a lot of those guys. And, you know, somehow um, I was able to have – really good relationships um, with guys like that. And even in college, you know, in, in, like if you ever get a chance to talk to some of those guys I play with, uh, I don't know, somehow they just became to me more important than me, right? Just yeah. figuring out how to get in the gym with guys and, and you know, all that stuff. And, and yeah. a lot of it was so I could get better, but even more of it was, man, I, I just understood the process and was fully bought into the people around me. And then through injury, um, you know, I'll be honest, through injury, I had to find ways to be impactful. Um, you know, you, you had a decision. You, you sit and sulk, which I did. 
yeah, sure. early. Right. You know, as a young kid, you don't really know how to process things. But but as I matured, again, through injury, man, I said, you know, I have to find a way to be impactful. So why not dive into my teammates? You know, I started spending more time in the offices and, and you know, learning some terminology, just learning different things, man. So, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, again, paths changed. I, sure. I never thought that this would be my life, man. I, I never did. But, you know, like the guy said, when, when I made this decision, uh, man, it's, it's, it's been an unbelievable ride uh, up to this point. So, okay, so after you end up at Mississippi State as a GA and the video coordinator, how'd you, how'd you get yeah. hooked up with Ben Howland and Mississippi State? Man, I got lucky. I got lucky. I think, like, everybody in this business, there's a degree of luck in there. Um, the timing was perfect. Like I said, when I finally made the decision to jump into it, um, Ben Howland had had just taken a job over in Mississippi, and he's, he's a California guy, and I guess was, was, was figuring out the lay of the land. And, and to be honest, it's a funny story. He wanted Alfred Aboya okay. to take that GA spot. You know, Alfred Aboya is, I think, is the all-time winningest yeah. player in the UCLA history. An unbelievable person, by the way. Um, he wanted Alfred Aboya to take that spot, but Alfred was was hesitant. Um, I think he, he was still playing at the time and, and, and didn't know if that's something he wanted to do. And so he strung it out, and it got late. It got late in the game, and I think I, – I think now you would have to ask Coach Howland, but – I think they were in a position where they had to find a GA and do it quickly or they might lose out on the spot. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so I just happened to be available and, you know, being a Mississippi guy and, and, you know, people being able to connect those dots through recruiting, you know, back when I was coming, coming through the ranks as a player, man, it was just kind of right place, right time kind of thing. And it was the, the best thing that could ever, ever, ever happen to me. And listen, he's got, I mean, he, he was really good at UCLA. I mean, he's, uh, oh, yeah, he's, he's a, he's a, a very well respected coach. What's maybe give me give me like the one thing you took from him? Uh, I'll say so many things, man, and I hate to not be able to list them all, but I guess the the, the underlying thing about him, man, is attention to detail. His attention to detail is is at an all time high, um, and, and you know, as a young coach, he, he always kept me on my toes because he was so detail oriented, man, and process oriented. So you know, I had to really slow myself down and, and really get to know the game, get to know his process uh, at a real intimate level, man. And I think that's what that's what's been able to, to help me, you know, moving through this journey. The Dick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. And I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors. By Pella, won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple-pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza. Everybody that knows my athletic background, you know, as a quarterback, in high school, but you know, I believe in establishing the run game. And even more than that, I believe in establishing the runs game. That's an original runs of cheeseburger, some onion rings, double dipped in a homemade batter. 
little bit of a pop to top it off. You know, in football, you establish a run. But at lunch, you establish the runza. It's just that simple. So get out to runza today and establish the runza game or check out the delicious salads. you got the chicken bacon ranch salad, sweet berry chicken salad, and my personal favorite, the Southwest chicken salad. you got to get out to runza, establish a runza game, or get a salad. Either way, you are going to leave satisfied. Runza makes it all better. I'm curious, you know, you also have the title as video coordinator. When I was, I actually was a, a GA for one season after I graduated in 2009, and this was before Synergy and all this stuff. So, yeah, yeah, mean, yeah. I had to put a blank DVD in like a FedEx envelope, <laughs> send it to New Mexico, and be like, put your game against Colorado State on it and yeah. send back. Like, what What was your video experience like? No, so, you know, I, I hear horror stories like that all the time from, <laughs> from a lot of guys in the business. Thankfully, um, I was a video coordinator in 2000, I don't know, what was it, 17. So no VHS tapes. You didn't really have to travel (laughs) to get games. No, no, it wasn't that kind of deal. Uh, You know, that thing's all streamlined. that's fantastic. Thank God. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay, so then, all right, so then you're then you get the get the assistant spot at McNeese State for Heath Schroyer. First sure. kind of first big break, you know, because now you're officially an assistant. You're on the recruiting trail, and you clearly rose up fast. Spent three years there. What was what's the learning experience, and what you took away most from your time at McNeese State? Um, man, being able to to to, to build relationships, and and not only from a recruiting standpoint, but uh, just being able to coach the guys, right? Uh, getting them to campus and then being able to coach them when you get them there, being able to relay messages that way. Uh, it was it was a big-time learning experience for me where I really got to bump my head and and uh, just get better, really cut my teeth, man. Uh, coach Shorty was unbelievable. Uh, really, really, really good offensive mind, man. Uh, there we had a, a top 25 offense in the country every year. Uh, and, you know, credit to him. He, he really helped me sharpen my toolbox um, yeah. offensively, along with Coach Allen. That's, I tell people all the time, the beautiful thing about the video coordinator experience, I had a chance to really spend a lot of time shoulder-to-shoulder uh, shoulder with Coach Allen and, and just start to see the game through the eyes of a – I mean, he'll be a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, right. Uh, you know, so I, I, all that stuff was great for me, man, and, and just really being able to – hone my skills as a coach, hone my skills in recruiting, hone my skills uh, just as a professional, man. It was, it was a really, really, really good opportunity for me. And I think we did some really cool things there um, amidst what ended up happening. I don't know if you you, you aware yeah, of right, the, hurricane the storms, and, yeah. the hurricanes, man. Right. Was, that, that was a devastating ordeal that we went mm-hmm. through. But, you know, in spite of that, in, in three years, all in all, I think we, we did some really cool things. And, and I got a chance to grow, so I'm, I'm thankful for for that community and that university. And I'm thankful for coach Shoya for, for taking a chance on the, the, the young kid. Right. <laughs> and, right. and, you know, here we are, man, here we are. So, uh, yeah, here we are at Creighton and had you, had you crossed paths with Greg McDermott at all prior to when he starts, you know, he makes the phone call to you to potentially come to Creighton. Had you, had you known him at all? No, no. Outside yeah. of being a, a basketball fan right. and, and junkie and spending a lot of hours, you know, studying the game and seeing his teams no 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 not at all that's amazing how not that can all. work though you know it? uh, yeah it's yeah, just it's, it's wild I uh you know I gotta ask you because there's a lot to unpack with this but I, I I gotta ask you about Greg McDermott's you know he had the obviously the comments in the locker room a few yeah. months ago uh that certainly made headlines and 
I'm curious as a as a black man now mm-hmm. being pursued to work for Greg McDermott at Creighton. Mm-hmm. Give me the mm-hmm. what was the process you went through in learning and researching about that situation and about Greg McDermott? Well, I guess to to, to start unpacking this is two things, right? Like I was just like the rest of the, the country, the rest of the world. I was taken back, man, when, when that stuff hit the internet, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's a head, the headline like that is going to send send the country into a world spin. Yep. Um, obviously, so I was just like the rest of the country, kind of taking that stuff in, and and of course, when you when you read it the first time, initially you there's you take offense to it, sure. right? Sure. <laughs> you know, just 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 being honest, um, and then just just spending time with the statement starting to unpack it i said well no way he meant what we're thinking he meant right no mm-hmm. way that's it's no way this doesn't make sense so you know you fast forward to the process where i actually have a chance to speak to him and sit down with him and that was a that was a real conversation man a real raw conversation where i had an opportunity to to ask him you know what was going through his mind and and you know what he meant and all that stuff and, and you know what i found out uh, through that process. And, and first of all, let me say, since I've had an opportunity to get to know him uh, on a personal level, him, his family, they're, they've been the most generous people I've come across in right. this thing, you know, no matter what your color is. And I think if you spend time, you, you obviously know, know but, yeah, right. but you spend time around him and, and people that know him well, I mean, everybody says the same thing. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to say that first, but through real and raw conversation, I discovered that it it was more of a of a cultural perspective error, mm-hmm. right? You know, so I'm talking to him and I'm finding out how he grew up and where he grew up, and I realized a word like that, right? A word like plantation for him, for the kid that grew up um, on a farm or uh, yeah, plantation, Cascade, so Iowa. to speak, yeah, in, right. in in Iowa, yeah. right? For that kid, that word means a completely different thing to the kid that grew up in Jackson, Mississippi, the black kid that grew up in Jackson, Mississippi. Right. You know, right. and that was, a, that was a big time moment for me to realize, wow, not only do words have meaning and power, but words mean different things to different people in different regions and different, <laughs> different spaces. And right. so I, I, what I found was, was an unbelievable opportunity to educate him, um, which he's opened himself up for not only criticism, but, but education. And credit to him, man. Yeah. Um, so just an, we have an opportunity to, to educate one another, to bring uh, different kind of people together and have conversations that maybe wouldn't normally be had. Right. And he's he's the front runner for that, man. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. And like I said, through some real and raw conversation, um, yeah, that's, cool. that's the conclusion I came to. Sure. And, and, and I'm, I'm proud to be here. I'm proud to be uh, alongside of him. And uh you know, let's 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 educate the people, man. Just like we're educating him, and and he's opening himself up for it, and, and so I think a lot of other people should do the same. Right. You know, I mean, it's a, it's you know, through mistakes can become great learning opportunities, and that's kind oh, of for sure. how how I see this thing. And so, yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, that's uh, that, sure. that I, w- I wanted to ask you about that because you know it's interesting. You and I were texting a little bit, and you said you know, about, hey, th- listen, the back end of this thing can be positive, you know, the, and so yeah. I, th- I think it's all about how you want to approach it and unpack it. Like, Nick, I, I, tell me what you think about this. He made a mistake. Mm-hmm. He did. And and I don't want to be dismissive of 
Yeah, the mistake in the word well, and all well, that. Well, yeah, said. Right. I mean, that's a, he said it, and that's a real thing. Um, you don't know what you don't know, but, man, words impact people, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I think I think our country is, is, is dealing with things like that in, in different facets, not just race, but, you know, religion and politics yep. and, and, and gender, you know, all this stuff, right? right. Words have meaning. Um, but, again, I, I said it's, a, it's positive on the back end because through some of these hard, tough conversations – we have an opportunity to really educate one another and, and bridge a gap and find common ground. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm, like I said, man, I'm, I'm so happy and proud that he's been able to, to learn and grow and, and, and expose himself to not only criticism, but education, man, right. that's, that's the only way we get better and grow. He, he, he made a mistake and he's owned up to it. And, and, I can stand by a man like that. Yep. And, you know, you know, I can stand by a man like that. So, yeah, you know, it, it was it, it was even cool, Jalen, talking to him when he was going through it all. You know, he was – like when it was – because he's still going through it. You know, this isn't like a thing that it's over. Like it's – you know, this is an ongoing thing, obviously. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And, no, I know. you know, it's cool. He was, <laughs> he was like, you know, I've spent every day, you know, calling all my former players – you know, and and he's like, these aren't five minute conversations; these are forty five minute conversations. And right. you know, he's he's just so. I really think he's taken it like he's owned it. There's been no excuses. Um, right. He, I, I, you know, all that's all you can do. Like you make a mistake, you deal with it head on. You try to make yourself better because of it. And I, I think he's in that process. So right. I think no, it, I, I, you've seen it up close. Um, for a number of years, I've been around for a few days. The way he loves these kids, man, yeah. and the way that they take to him, and the way that, you know, in a short amount of time, he's embraced me, embraced my family, my my little girls, the the whole nine. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the most caring dudes I've been around in a long time. That's how, I, I'm right there with you, man. I've I've been around a lot of coaches and a lot of people in this sport, and he's he's right at the top of the list. You know. Yeah, man. So so hey, man. Let's let's. I, I tell people all the time, let's educate him and yep. and not let's let's not punish him. Man. Sure, <laughs> let's sure. educate him. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I, t- I told him I'm taking him. By the way, I'm taking him to Mississippi. We're gonna we're gonna ride around Mississippi. There we go. That'd and, be good. Uh, we're gonna have some conversations with yeah. some people. It's gonna be fun, man. I'm yeah. excited for him. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by White Castle Roofing. White Castle can handle everything from replacements to repairs. And a White Castle roofing expert can come out to your home and give you an honest assessment of your roof, even if that means nothing needs to be done. One of the best decisions I've made is to go with White Castle roofing when my roof had some hail damage back in Omaha. And listen, when it comes to your roof, you don't want to mess around. You need people you can trust. And trust me, you can trust White Castle roofing. When I had some hail damage. Working with White Castle was smooth, it was easy, and most importantly, it was done right. If you're like me, way out of my element with this stuff. So I need people that communicate every step of the way from start to finish. White Castle did just that. They're all about quality. They're all about craftsmanship. The crews are knowledgeable. They care about the details. And cleanup is a top priority. And when it's all finished, the roof looks great. It's going to last four years. So whether it's for your home or your business, Make the smart move and go with White Castle Roofing. Check them out, whitecastleroofing.com. That's whitecastleroofing.com. White Castle Roofing, built with trust, proven by time. The reality is, Jalen, sometimes, and you know that, like sometimes a salesman is only as good as what he is selling. And I may be biased since I played at Creighton, but it certainly feels like there's a lot to sell recruits with playing at Creighton on a variety of levels. How, How excited are you to now get in front of people and pitch Creighton like – 
that that's got to be a heck of an opportunity for you. Oh man, I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up. I mean, it's, it's like you said, there's so much to sell between, you know, you start with the league, right? Yep. A, a, a historical league that at one point was, was carrying college basketball. I think it's trending in that direction again. Yeah. Um, you know, and then for me, what's so unique coming from the South and coming from SEC territory, Big 12 territory, uh, football's king, man. Football's king in a lot of those areas. Yeah. And my college experience was was being second fiddle to football. Well, at, at Creighton and in, in, in the Big East, man, there's no football. Nope. There's no football. So basketball is, is the most important thing for a lot of these people, man. And there's nothing more exciting than, than being able to walk into a gym and there's 17,000 strong. Yeah. You know, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that even as a player, you know, at, at a place like, like you know, like LSU and the SEC is something I never experienced, man. Now, you see it at football games. <laughs> right, right. <Yeah. laughs> you see you see 100,000 strong at football games, but to be able to walk into a basketball arena and, you know, be supported like that, that's – I think it's second to none, man. So no, I'm I'm fired up, man. And in our facilities and, and the whole nine, yeah. and our style of play, um, I, I I think it's second to none. I really do. What were really you? Have you your kind of role? Have you discussed about what your role will be specifically in terms of like? Are you going to work with the big guys? Just because you were like, how how will that work? Because you know you have some guys that are like specializing with the guards and all that stuff. Like, sure. are you going to work with the bigs? Sure. Uh, you know what? I I think. Is that still getting worked out? I, I, it's, it's still getting worked out a little bit, but yeah. but I tell you what, I, I have a real devel- uh, developmental background. Yeah. So, you know, work with perimeter, work with bigs, the whole nine, but our staff is really, really dynamic, man. Yeah. Our staff is really dynamic. Um, a lot of talented guys on the staff. Everybody knows uh, Hus. Uh, Ryan Miller's another one that yeah. with a ton of experience and a ton of talent at developing guys as well. So, uh, between the three of us and, 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 and Coach Mack at the top of us, man, I, I think we'll be able to figure some of those things out uh, and make sure everybody's in the right spot. But my number one goal, Nick, is to, to come in and bring a level of energy and excitement uh, to this place. That And it's already an unbelievable place as yeah. it is. But that's that's my number one goal every, t- every single day when I walk into the office or walk on the practice floor like is it, to man. bring that level of edge energy and excitement and then from there man we'll fill in the blanks whatever whatever coach mac uh you know needs to be done i think like i said our staff is really dynamic we'll be able to do some of those things we have a lot of really good offensive minds uh really good defensive minds in this thing we have unbelievable recruiters in here and and you know i I, all these guys all these guys are are really good at what they do man so we'll we'll be able to figure some of those things out and and work together and, and uh come out on top man what i'm curious what the process is like with recruiting now for you because you know it is jalen every coach has different preferences for players every system's a little different so naturally a fit for mcneese state or mississippi state or wherever may not fit at creighton what's that what's that process like in terms of getting a feel of what types of players coach mcdermott likes and what he's looking for right 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 uh to be honest man it's it's, it's pretty seamless because the way coach matt coaches the game um the style of play here at Creighton is, is is how I think the game should be played and coached. Right. Um, it's very, I mean, it, it translates really, really well to the professional level. If you're talking NBA, if you're talking EuroLeague basketball, uh, you see a lot of the same things. You see a lot of the same spacing, uh, the same schemes. You see 
guys really, really being able to stretch the floor at multiple spots. Um, I think that's how the game should be played. And right. if, if there was a better way to do it, the NBA would do it. Right. right. So for, for me, it's just a joy to be in a position where I get to coach the game of basketball the way I think it should be coached. I, I, there are a lot of guys out there that, that, you know, are having to coach a brand of basketball that they don't agree with. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, and, and we all have a job to do, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and fortunate to be in a position where, um, this is basketball, right? You know, this is basketball. So, you know, for me, just going out and finding the right guys that are the right fit for this style of play. Um, and more importantly, the, the university, I, I mean, you know, recruiting the challenge at, at any level, but Absolutely. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do it. Three things, Jalen, we're out of here. And then you can go do Talk your thing, me. man. Uh, how do you, I got to ask you about the transfer portal and the new rule with players that being able to transfer and, and, and don't have to sit out. I mean, that, that's, that's a game changer, obviously. How does that? Yeah, how do you kind yeah, of view all yeah. that? How does that impact what you do? Oh man, you just have to adapt. You yeah. have to adapt, and I, I think my background, your background, yeah. I, I think really, really uh, relates to what some of these kids are going through. I mean, I, we were in the portal before it was a portal, right? <laughs> that's right. You know, it, it wasn't the cool thing to do back no. then, but now, you know, that's that's the climate we're in, and and to be able to to navigate the portal and speak to the portal is something that. I didn't think would come in handy, but hey, you know, that's 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 the background we come from. Right. And, you know, you just you do the best you can with what you got and you try to find guys that really wanna jump in and be all about, you know, creating basketball and, and uh you know, it just gives you an opportunity at a uh a different level of kid where where guys have been through scout reports, guys have been through travel and they played a full season and they've lifted and all that stuff. So the portal, the portal has some exciting uh, advantages to it for sure. sure. But, but let's not forget about those high school kids and, yep. and, and the, the, the junior college kids. Let's not forget about those guys either. You just have to, like you mentioned, man. You just have to find the right fit and uh, commit to your guys, man. The way the way you ask them to commit to you. you know, Jalen, I've always, I'm, I'm curious what you're, how you how you answer this because, you know, you hear certain coaches like, hey, assistant coach X, he's got great ties in the state of Texas. <laughs> Or whatever, right? Like, yeah. how do you yeah, how yeah, do no you doubt. build those things? Like, how does okay, like for your ties and your contacts? Like, is it just simple, like getting out, meeting people, staying in contact with them? Like, what are the what are those ties really look like, and how they're built and forged? You know, that, I, different people might answer this question differently. I'll try to just be honest. Uh, for me, man, I have a love for people. I have a love for building relationships and and getting to know people and getting to know perspectives, right? So yeah. as I travel the country and travel the world, that's what I do. You know, I, I, I try to really dig in and sink my teeth into where I am. Um, and a lot of times that just happens to result in relationships that uh, can point you in the right direction when it comes to, to, to players. Um, gotcha. Yeah, that makes you sense. You know, I, I'm looking forward to bringing a different element to Creighton right we, we, between you know uh bringing some southern guys to Omaha yep, yep. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it but um at the same time man you, you know I, I think we have an ability here at Creighton to to really spread our wings no pun intended right with the new day. <laughs> but uh to really spread our wings across the country and, and, and even uh, internationally to be able to just get the right guys in here and and we can all call this place home right uh so now I Different people, like I said, different people might answer that question a bunch of different ways. But for me, man, it's just just having a love for for, for people and, and relationships and, and perspective, right? Right.
Jalen Courtney Williams. Jalen, hey man, I know you got a you got a million things on your plate right now. So I thank you for the time. Again, welcome oh, to man. Creighton. And if you need anything, you got my number now. So just I'm just a phone call away if you need anything, my man. No, I appreciate it. Hey, I, I want you to know I was listening to uh, this podcast actually the other day. Um, <laughs> And I had no idea I'd ever be on it. So this is really cool. This is a great experience for me. Man, that's awesome, man. I appreciate you. I I really, really do, man. Uh, This this was great. I'm glad we got to do this. And uh, be in touch. and, And best of luck. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. All right. My thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza. Delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. Production.